Hi everyone and welcome to The Psalm Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Hey guys. Yes, how are we doing? Um, that was so <laughs> Yes. I have never said yes. Oh my god. Wait, let me just figure out what I'm gonna do. This is brilliant. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode. Um it sounds like I'm on Nick Cannon Wilder now, but anyway. Welcome back to another episode of The Sound Seed and and if you clicked on this episode it may mean that you do need help and we want to journey with you so stick with us make a commitment to stay to the end I know um <laughs> make a commitment to stay to the end and just listen out to what we have to say and obviously what scriptures have to say as well um concerning how we should go about this and I have some ladies join with me I am Ife we have we have faith. and Shelley Amen. I was like, yes, we do have faith in the name of Jesus. We have it in the Lord. We have it because of his death, his life and his resurrection. Okay. Um, Amen. So yeah, I'm joined with Faith and Shelley, both leaders at The Seed in the Seed Manchester. And we're going to try and answer this question because I believe that we have walked through this or even, you know, walked through it with someone else. And we're going to always walk through this because Everyone always go through, goes through different transitions in their lives and we want to ensure that we are helping our friends um, as best as we can. But as this question says, my friend needs help. How can I help? And that means you don't know what to do. So what would you guys do? Have you ever been in that situation that you're really caring for someone um, or you care for your friendship? And you're just like, they really need help, but I just don't know what to do. I don't know how I can help them. I don't know how I can support them, whether that be through bereavement, whether that be through a new transition in their life, a job, marriage, um, the birth of a child, um, whatever it may be, a loss of a job, you know, a loss of a house. Um, My friend needs help. How can I help? What do you guys think? Um, Immediately, I'm drawn to um, a scripture, Proverbs 15, 22. Um, and it says, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. And I believe that if your friend needs help, if they're in trouble or, you know, whatever the circumstance, um, after determining what type of help they need, it is good to go to someone who is more knowledgeable in that area than you, who has wisdom um, and who's able to provide advice or able to provide support um, to your friend. Obviously, in the situation, in every situation, no matter no matter who um, you have um, seeked out to help your friend, provide support to your friend as well. Be there by their side, um, whatever they need of you. If you can provide, do that, offer your support, but also to seek out someone who is able to um, pr- um, go further than you would be able to. So if they need um, if they need mental help, find someone find us um, someone who is skilled in psychotherapy or psychology, someone who has those skills that you do not have, because there is a limit that everyone has um, in certain situations. Each of us has a capacity for certain things. So while you are supporting your friend, also go the extra mile, finding advisors, finding elders, people who are 
um, strong in faith as well, who will be able to help your friend, who will be able to um, carry them through whatever they're going through, I would definitely say. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. I, I agree with that. And I really love what you said about how we all have different um, capacity. And that's so true. Um, I will not have all the answers and that's okay. And I think I think one way to help them, to be honest, is to be able to acknowledge that and to be able to see and say, like, friend, I, I actually don't know what to say. Or I actually don't know what to do in this situation. Um, but I do want to be there for you. So I know I've been in situations where I've not known what to, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And I would just sit there and pray in my mind, like as the person is talking or as the situation, they're unfolding the situation to me. I'll just be praying like, God, give me the words. God, um, guide me through this. God, show me what to do. So I think prayer is definitely a very, very important part. Just really praying in that moment, like as the person speaking, really seeking, um, the counsel from God and just being like, God, how can mm. I counsel this person? And many times I find that um, the best way for me to help them in that moment is to say nothing, uh-huh. is to just listen, um, be present, be compassionate. And the word compassionate means to suffer with. So is to really show them that I understand or, or I hear you, even if I don't understand because I can't relate. I hear you and you know tapping into a, a similar emotion and being able to really have that empathy and be like wow this is how this person must be feeling right now and letting them know that I I feel this and I I, I feel this for you and I think even Jesus Christ like the back one thing I love um especially Matthew always talks about how Jesus was compassionate towards mm-hmm. the people and um, he would have compassion on them and it's to really feel their pain, to really see that, wow, these people are suffering. And through that, he would do something. Um, so I think the compassion will help us to know what to do next. Because when you suffer with the person, you're able to see, how would I want someone to respond to, mm-hmm. to me in this moment? If I was feeling this, you know, um, would I want them to give me advice or would I want them to just be silent? And sometimes being silent is the best thing you can do for a person. Um, yeah, yeah. I, that. Um, I like what you said, like being ready and even willing to suffer with um, with the person in the situation. I think sometimes we say, I'll pray for you as an excuse to ignore or as an excuse to let go mm-hmm. um, or avoid actually showing compassion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we... Yeah. We don't want to do that. We don't want to say, well, I'll pray for you and then just leave them. But really, um, even when it's uncomfortable, be willing to sit with that person. I'm reminded of Proverbs 18.24. It says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm -hmm. And I think that we need to be willing and ready to stay close, to stick close. Don't have the savior Mm -hmm. mentality and think that all help must end with you. All help must begin with you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be coming with balloons and, you know, <laughs> a whole armour ready to save them because they're in trouble and they need you. And if they don't have you, then it's all going to go to pot. Um, but as Faith said, or I believe Shelley said, you know, you don't have to be the means to help that person. You can just be 
the conduit mm-hmm. um, to point them to someone else. And I think mm-hmm. that's really important. Something else I definitely wanted to say, though, is, you know, we we know the benefit because we are in it. We know the benefit of existing in community. We know the benefit of having a commonwealth, you know, a common body, a common mind, common help, <laughs> because we can draw from people mm-hmm. in this body. What would you then say to people that don't have someone they can go to for help? You know, what would you say to them? Because I know it's very easy to be like, oh, if you can't do it, go to someone else. And I can say that to Shelley and Shelley be like, okay, I know who to go to because in in this body exists so many people with so many different functions and we, we know that, but what would you say to, to someone that doesn't have that? I think, I think that's such a good question because I feel like um, for a person that's always had people around me and it's always in a way had community whether I intentionally am meant for that to be or not um I really find it difficult sometimes to actually understand how there's people out there that don't have friends until I met people that don't have friends and I was like how (laughs) until I met people that don't have people that care for them and I was just like how how does this happen Um, But one thing I can say is I think as a Christian, um, it starts with God. Um, I think Jesus Christ is our friend first before anyone else. Um, So I think it's really important to even know know the person of Christ um, because we are created in his image. And through that, you're able to really um, discern people that reflect that image and people that express that image and you're able to then build a relationship with them or show that interest um I think another thing is to yeah show interest to when you meet people that you feel like wow we really get along you know actually be intentional and be like oh would you like to meet up for coffee sometime and this is something I had to learn because I I never used to do that I'd meet like amazing some amazing ladies and we'll meet once and that's it and never speak to them again. Um, but I had to learn that why is it that when it comes to, like when I meet ladies, when when you meet someone that's like the same sex, we never make that effort to get to know the person better. But if it was a guy, they would probably be like, oh, can I have your number? Yeah, like, can we talk? For your number. But why is it that we never... <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying it. No, I'm just saying that people are more likely to pursue mm, romantic relationships than they are to pursue friendships. 100 you, know I mean? you, you, you need to sit on that a little yeah. bit because i think um we we want more because it, it's what's glorified we want the things that are glorified on on tv more than we want what christ is asking for in in the body yeah. of christ you know what i mean god is wanting a people to himself yeah. that would relate as brothers and sisters bro that's a family he wants a family to himself but we are so hell-bent yeah. on no but I, i'm cold in the winter i want a jacket you know and it's like we pursue <laughs> and even put more effort into preparing ourselves for a wedding or preparing ourselves for marriage than we do to the friendships yeah. around us. And I think mm-hmm. that is so yeah. important to sit on, um, even though I'm going to move past it now. But I think it's definitely important to just think, <laughs> if you're listening to this um, and you're like, oh, my days, have I you know, been more consumed with 
this is going to be good for my husband. I'm going to be doing aerobics so the sex is going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to be getting my hair, my nails done, my hair done so that I can take care of myself so he can look me yeah. out bougie. But then you're just totally neglecting the friendships you have around you. And, and I think it's very around important you, to know yeah. that everything that God has given to us is necessary and it's beneficial and we can't miss that. You know what I mean? That's even friendships yeah. um, in terms of me- um, female and sometimes male. Um, and recognizing that. So, did you want to say something? I feel like I cut you off. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just like, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. I uh, think something that I would. Oh, sorry, gone, babes. No, I was just, I was just agreeing because I, uh, I definitely recognize um, that kind of mentality. Just like, oh, uh, okay. I will meet you. You're amazing, but you know not making the not actually taking the steps to actually develop that into a real friendship or in a real relationship just like okay well you're good or even people you see every now and then you're just like these people are great every time we meet up for an event they're awesome and they'd be great friends but then not actually taking the step forward to be like let me make them my friend Mm. and I think a lot of times we have to take an active step because I'm just like you know what maybe maybe they will do it but I think a lot of times you have to say to yourself okay you be the one to actually step out and make that mm-hmm. friend. Because sometimes we're really depending on other people to become friends with us instead of, you know, going out and making yeah. friends of other people. Yeah. And isn't it funny? Like, you, you're never going to make friends because we're all exactly. thinking the same way. Everybody's thinking, oh, if she's interested, she would, you know, let on or, you know, try and make more effort. But I'm thinking the same thing about you. So why not be that person that's like, oh, I think you're really cool. Let's hang out. Let's go for brunch. You know, just be really intentional about actually getting to know people and, you know, knowing the character and who they are, what they stand for, and what their values are. And that way you will be able to, you know, build relationships. Yeah, we're already going into the um, the second question, but just to to emphasise what has been said concerning the, you know, what if I don't have a community? And I think, as Faith said, we want to pursue God. We want to pursue him. And as we see him, we begin to see his image in people around us, which may not have necessarily been so before. Do you know what I mean? And I think begin to seek it out, begin to pray for it. you know, while you're waiting, you know, and um, just a little plug, if you've not listened to our waiting podcast, you know what to do in the middle, you can go over to that and look at it right now. Um, but <laughs> listen to it right now. But I think definitely, I think sometimes we, we don't know we have help around us um, because it's not in the form that we expect. So it might not be a person necessarily, but it can mm-hmm. be some resources online. There are so many resources online right now. It's quite scary. This is a resource, but yeah, there's so many resources online to different audiences, which I should add, but definitely look through that, pray through it, work, walk with the Lord concerning your friendship as well. Um, but so obviously so we've mentioned how we should have an active role in pursuing friendships and um, that's not really spoken of a lot. It's really not. And I think even the standard that God has set, sorry, Jesus has set by dying for us, John 15, 13, I believe, you know, no greater love has a friend has than this than to lay down his life, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I think I said that a bit wrong. No greater love has one known. I'm going to find it because I'm not, I'm not out here doing paraphrases when there's a computer in front of me. No greater love has one than the one that lays down yeah for his friends something like that 
no greater love. Yes, no greater love has won than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And I tell you, no, there's no friend dying for me. Like, y- y'all ain't doing that. Y'all ain't gonna say, oh, if you need this, yeah, let me go kill an animal for you. No one's doing that. Like, no one's gonna lay down their life for me. But I'm trying to say, um, Jesus has set a standard in terms of how we should love one another in friendships, in homes, in church communities. He's given us different contexts to live out the gospel. And I think, you know, going going to ask another question, some people just don't have this. And we can't take it for granted. We can't take the good friendships that we have around us. Um, so if someone's into this now and they're like, oh my gosh, all these friendships, I don't really have one. I, I see what God wants, but I don't know where to start. What would you say? Where where should that person start in terms of acquiring friendships, godly friendships? Well, um, I, <laughs> see. I don't know how it works. I know. You go, you go. Um, uh, from my own experience, I remember being told because I'd be like, oh, you know, can't make, I can't make friends, and I'm not good at making friends. You know, I don't have friends. And then they were just like, Shelly, you, you don't leave your house. okay that's a bit hurtful um very true so i think for um a lot of us who you know are in that situation we're just like actually don't have any friends um putting yourself out there is necessary you are your your friends are not going to a stranger is not going to walk into your house and say let us be friends um that's breaking mentoring um and in terms of (laughs) finding you know faith-filled Christian friends is also putting yourself in situations where you're around um, those kinds of people. Um, Yeah, so I used to definitely be the person to say that I, you know, I can't make friends, you know, I'm not good at making friends and I didn't have any friends. And then my friend um, literally had to point out to me and she was just like, Shelly, you don't leave your house. Um, I was very hurt by that, but I knew it was true. Um, it, it, it was such a fact. It was so true, guys. Um, and yeah, so first thing in terms of where do you start is putting yourself out there. Um, you know, you, you're not going to find friends in your house. You know, the only friends you'll have are your family and your housemates and that, that's where it ends. So definitely put yourself out there um, to start, you know, making friends. And in terms of making Christian friends, um, place yourself in situations where you're around faith-filled Christian people, you know, go to church. And when you're in church, like, don't do like I did and sit around and speak to no one. Actually step up to someone, say, hi, my name is da-da-da, and start a conversation. Like, that can be daunting, but you'd be surprised how many people are just like, oh, you know, great to meet you. Like, honestly, I was so surprised at how many people were just like, oh, wow, she's actually receptive to my friendship. Um, (laughs) So yeah, not being afraid to take that first step. Um, yeah, and looking up different events, going online and just typing like faith event. Like if you go on Eventbrite and then you like click the category, That's like filtering out, you can actually find like concerts and events like 
faithful events, like even panels, conversations, all those types of things, where you will be surrounded by different people with, um, you know, your beliefs, different people who you can learn from and grow with in your faith. So definitely step out there and do some research. Yeah. And even ask some friends, you know, well, you know, ask around mm. any events going on, you know, where I can build my faith, where I can meet people, you know, people yeah. are, people are kind, they will help. Definitely. Um, definitely. I think all I'd add to that is I know that um, there are people out there that may go to churches where um, there's no one really around the age group because that's definitely like how I went to church. My church, I was the only person my age. Everybody else was either older than me or way younger than me. Um, so I would say like what Shelly said, go to events at other churches, you know, meet people at other churches if you're able to, you know, go to some of their youth events or some of their young adults events that's a really good way to just meet new people and be yeah be intentional about really um striking a conversation with them um but in not wanting to repeat everything Shelly said I would say pray um and that's not a cop-out I, I think it's literally just the truth because even when I look at my life I can't say that I I chose my friends. I think God really placed them in my life. And mm. he's always found a way to just ha allow me to be surrounded by good people that love him. So mm. I think prayer is very, very important to really know that um, God is in control in every aspect of your life, including mm. the people that, you know, you surround yourself with. He, he, he cares more than you do. Um, so pray about that. And you will definitely, definitely find people. But also like what Ife said before, um, even if you don't have friends right now, um, what are you doing with the, the extra time that you, you have? Because friends take a lot of time, a lot of commitment, a lot of even money, you know? Um, so, yes. <laughs> Girl, you got, the way you be spending money on your friends, I'm your friend Honestly, too. Like... Friends are expensive. <laughs> friends are not cheap. Right. <laughs> they come with a price tag. <laughs> wow. They also, they also come with a prayer tag. They come with a prayer yeah. tag. They come prayer with tag. Come responsibility Honestly. tag. You know, they just mm -hmm. come with commitment tag. And I think, you know, we started off really well because obviously the question is, where do I start? I don't know what to do. Um, the, the way that you guys have started is, is key with, with the desire. There is a desire that you want God's design for friendship. You don't want the world where it's just scratch my back, I scratch yours. But it's really a sacrificial kind of relationship um, that seeks not just to receive, but also yeah. to give to the other person. So it's not just, oh, I want what I see on friends. I want someone to buy me food. You know, I want someone to, um, you know, clothe my back. I want to borrow people's clothes. It's funny because a lot of my friends, do I wear their clothes? <laughs> um, I, can, I, I can never wear them to bed, but, you know, we, we, we want to start with a desire for God's friendship. God's design for friendship, should I say. And as, as yeah. Faith said, you know, prayer. Prayer is the key, bro. We don't want to underpray and we don't want to just always overpray. We want to take that prayer into action and be, you know, be, be, be willing yeah. to go through different events and even as, as nerve-wracking as it may be to say hello and introduce yourself you know and I think even yeah. as you are praying don't yeah. be I think also pray for the people to come but pray for yourself that you would become what you're praying for 
I think that really helped yeah. me. I didn't want to just wait. Oh, God, it would be so good to have friends that correct me. It would be so good to have friends that host me well. It would be so good to have people um, that, you know, I can lean my shoulder on and I can go for, to go to for counsel. Because I, as when I when I realized God's design, it was not just to have someone to take take from, but also someone to share with and to give to them as well. So I said, "Hey God, I'm praying for these things, but also help me become them. Help me be become the person to correct, become the person that you can go to brunch with or go to a coffee Mm -hmm. date, or um, that you know someone else can rest their head on me. You know, like I want to become the things that I'm praying for, and not just." wait for it to come to me you know and I think as you become those things you'd recognize that people the same the similar people are begin to draw to you um that are pursuing the same and I had to be very intentional with some of my friendships and just sit them down you think I was you know presented them with marriage proposal I just said, you know, hey sis, um, you know, this is life, and I was like, you know, I want to be really intentional with building a friendship with you and she's just like okay I do I'm joking she didn't say I do <laughs> um but she was like wow like and I think my, my commitment um obviously it was you know it was it wasn't hard but it was very slow in the beginning but as you stick at it and as you know that this is not just something for your own game but actually purpose-driven you know that um come rain or sunshine come bear messages or, or small messages you go stick around you go and stick around because it's not for your benefit, but it's for the glory of God. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yes, guys, you got you got anything to say so we can round it up? Um, I actually have a, a, one extra point. I think with friends, you need to diversify. <laughs> and what I mean by that, um, it's something I remember actually learning at one of the seed sessions on Monday. Um, is the different type of friends, friends who pour into you friends who you pour into um, and friends who are basically at the same level as you that, you know, you guys pour into each other and you're walking the same like path type of thing. That way um, everyone is being catered to. And if everyone, if everyone does that, everyone has um, those three type of friends, then, you know, everyone's being catered to, everyone's catering and, you know, everyone's being served, which is good. Yeah. Um, I think the the Crosser system, as um, Shelley has pointed out, has really, really blessed me in terms of managing expectations, managing time, managing um, friendships around me. Um, but yeah, like really knowing um, the people around you that you're pouring into, people that are pouring into you and the people that are walking alongside you. So you can use that for both relational friendships and sometimes even functional ones in terms of ministry um serving and all that kind of stuff i feel a bit low so i want to set up some i sound higher um <laughs> but yeah thank you so much shells for pointing that out we want to make sure that we are living in um christ authored friendships and christ authored relationships and you know using our time as a good resource mm-hmm. to glorify the lord and that's yes that includes with your friendships okay you make time out for your friend your man ain't gonna give you mm-hmm. everything I'm not even. I'm not even American. <laughs> Only Jesus can do that. He ain't your savior. Don't don't just invest in a romantic relationship. Wow. I'm so bad. Like, but let me just go back to my Manchester accent. Um, Faith, do you, do you want to say anything? Um, I think I just want to say just to like 
privada es tía. O sea, think if you approach like that, um, um, you, you, friends, they also don't have to worry about. But I also think future patients because I think that's very very thing to talk about as well. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna write that down. Managing expectations in friendship. Friendships, yeah. Yes, and obviously feel free if there's something that we've said that you're like didn't really go deep into this. this they're just touching the surface or they're just skimming in the deep. We want them to go deeper. Please, please, please let us know. Um, DM us on Instagram. If you're listening to this and you're already a member of the C, just message message one of us. Like we're actually family, so well, obviously in the Lord's. But yeah, just message any one of us, and we'll definitely um seek um you know the Bible because we know that it has everything according to life and godliness so there will be truth in there for us so yes that's everything thank you so much for staying to the end i'm so proud of you well done <laughs> in this microwave in this microwave um, <laughs> culture you stayed in the oven amen okay um, <laughs> um love you guys and i'll hear you or you will hear us soon bye So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.